Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. I'm Jerry Palapal. And this is the Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Leaping forward bionically. Yes, indeed, sir. We're leaping forward. Oh, I'm, happy. I'm so happy to be here. Jazz, I'm pumped. Sorry, bring it back in. <clears throat> the throat gets the out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house, I'm jazzed. I'm pumped. Introduce my crew, my main man, my homie Supreme. He's outboxed the champ in 17 states. He's here to rock your world. I'm talking, of course, about Black Adam Willie. Wow, that was intense. What I can do, man. Unfortunately, we didn't get that on film. Ah, <laughs> oh, what's going on? Yeah. No, no, actually, we did. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just listening on WMFRadio.com slash live, you can also see our pretty smiling faces at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. Or if you're a fan of WEMF and you want to see where these sexy voices are coming from, you can go to the WEMF Facebook page and see the live stream. Now, I'm not neglecting the third person in house. I just want to make sure y'all are ready. Why? Because if Say the wrong thing. He's climbing over the fence, and he's coming for you. <laughs> I'm talking, of course, about Jeff Falafel. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming at at you. That's at right. You. Yeah, you I'm he, coming gonna, at you, friend. And you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna be swinging that dingling. That's right. <laughs> like nunchucks. It's got an elbow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Geek Down. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah, man. All right. We have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you, brought to you mm-hmm. by the three gentlemen here, and of course. Temperate, temperature, Tom. Keep it a sounding crisp and delicious. Ooh, what's going on? Hey, All sort of moderation going that on. That guy over there. No, that reference I made, yeah. we were talking, of course, about the UFC fight that happened over this weekend. Yeah. And it was wild, man. For yeah. real, you do not mess with some people. You don't talk about some cultures. You don't pull on no. Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. You don't mess around with Jim. And you don't. Some things aren't for promotion. Seriously. Oh. If you're trying to sell the fight, the fight's already sold when it's that big. Yeah, and but so Conor you, McGregor uh, go came out of his mouth personal. and started talking about yeah. some stuff about... Um, Khabib, no, I'm getting mad Yeah, about yeah. Khabib's religion, about his family, mm-hmm. about all types of stuff. And Khabib was like, you know what? I'm going to get you. And then yeah, fight to time came him. around. It seemed to legitimately make him mm-hmm. like a Superman-type villain. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? like <laughs> that, that upset where immediately after victory, he mm-hmm. wasn't... Finished. Yeah. Oh no. Had to take enough. on another dozen men. No, he saved yeah, that yeah, ass yeah. whooping. It was oh, just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was beautiful because then he took out McGregor. He systematically dismantled McGregor, and then when that was done, he's like, "But I'm not finished." Mm. Have <laughs> you, know, you seen? He, he did the Ron Popeil, but wait, Ron, there's more. <laughs> the great- climbed the fence, jumped into the crowd, and took out McGregor's crew. The great thing is, is his nickname is the Eagle. And he's that, that still of him in the yeah. air is just like this eagle with his talons yeah. out like that. It's just it's it's perfect. Oh but yeah, that guy was so he was beautiful. that mad. He was he was no yeah. joke. But yeah, he's he's an animal, man. Dude, well, this is apparently a uh, fight riddled show because we have an awesome one lined up for you. We're talking, of course, about WWE Super Showdown. Real fighting. We gotta yeah. we gotta get into that. Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, nothing but one hundred percent legit. Sure. Um, this is their no cages. They didn't need it this time. Yeah, no cages, no fences, no climbing over things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No steel cages. No. Uh, what's the other one called? Damn it! I'm I'm, I'm struggling. Cell? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Cell. Roof, That's what I forget. That last time. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, we got that lined up for you. This is the second time they come. They uh been back to Australia, correct? Uh, not Australia. I don't think. Well, I mean, I'm sure they've done other shows in Australia, but this yeah. is the first big one they've done. Okay. They've like broadcast on uh, mm. the mm. the network and everything. All right. Yeah. All right. And also the return, supposedly for the final time. 
supposedly, of The Undertaker. Yeah. So we're just talking He's about this here. one. We have that coming up a little bit. Yeah. He never, he, He's always yeah. back. He's but always the, in the well, I hate man, that because yeah, he return. had such an awesome, like, exit, you know? Yeah. It was beautiful. Should've I teared been. up a little. <laughs> it I think a lot of people did. I remember watching yeah. that with a, a few old school fans mm-hmm. that kind of, like, got a little teary-eyed. They tried to hide it, but, yeah. yeah it right. The end of an thing. era. Tom had to excuse himself from the studio. Yeah, why ruin it? My were acting up a little bit. Sure they were. Sure, they were. It's okay. That was it. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay to feel for the post party. Well, you know, it's like I like I say, like these athletes. Everyone's like, why do they keep coming back? Why do they keep? Coming back? It's like your body tells you to. You know what I mean? It's like that's yeah. what you're so used to after like three decades Word. of fighting. I, I, feel, like that. I feel like that paycheck tells you to. That's what's going on there. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, he's the under the most famous. All right, all right, no, we'll get we'll get to it in a little bit. Also, we have lined up. If anyone's a fan of Brickleberry, and I know you all are. <laughs> Um, we're talking about the there. yeah from the producers of Brickleberry comes the new uh, Netflix animated series Paradise PD mm. and we'll let you know uh, whether PD was PU in just a little bit. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Um, hey, wacky police. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> That'll sell. Uh, su- surprisingly, almost no black people shot on the uh, on the on the. On the Ooh, episode. yeah, it's not funny yeah. actually. People, um, people start to realize. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so many things went wrong. It's so topical. But it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. That won't sell anymore. Jeez. Oh, all right. And also, not to be outdone, we've got that political statement for you, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about the... The old- new Murphy Brown. Sorry. No, no. no <laughs> Have you seen that? I haven't yet. I've caught a... Uh, I caught a episode. I think you and I are the only people old enough that are probably listening and part of the show that know about <laughs> Murphy Brown when it aired. Yeah, oh, so. that Venn diagram also includes the only people that are interested in Murphy Brown in 2018. I've read a Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the aware. thing with Murphy Brown, it was so topical, whatever like yeah. that, it means it doesn't age well. Oh, you know what I mean? Absolutely so it's just, it doesn't it have is. like these timeless storylines or or, or, mm. or episodes or bits, you know what I mean? It is a, a show that was good then. Yeah. You know what's messed really up? Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember uh, the dude who played Jim also. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if he, I, I think he passed away. So they just kind of glossed over that. They barely right. like they barely hinted when they got the when they got the band back together. And the like, writers room probably didn't know who that was. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I like think we're trying so to too, update but. it, and they didn't watch the the early seasons. Yeah, so. but dude, it was like watching. You ever you ever watch um, a show that was on and good? Got canceled, but then they got like the rights to do a, a couple of webisodes or something. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. the critic is the main one that comes to mind. Yes, there. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah you yeah, go back to one. it like, oh, this was hilarious. It's gonna be great. Yeah. And then you watch it like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> you know what they should bring back? What? Speaking of the critic, Duckman. Oh, I know. They can't bring back <laughs> Duckman. No, they can't. No, did, did you did you see the finale of Duckman? I did not. The finale. Did you see the finale? Of I've seen it. I, I I don't remember. Why don't you bring it? Oh, up? okay. The finale of Duckman ends on the most BS cliffhanger, where it's like the whole premise of the series is his wife is dead. That's why he lives with Bernice, and then they even brought in like the the third sister, the triplet, and now he's with Bernice, who looks exactly like his wife and hates him, yeah. and then this triplet who looks exactly like his wife, and likes corn fed. Is okay with him, is cordial with him, but likes his best friend. He's just like, you know, stuck. And that's where a lot of the conflict comes from. The very last episode ends with his wife just walking in, like, hey, what's she doing here? <laughs> it's like, but I thought, I thought you were, I thought you were dead. He's like, no, of course not. Cornfed knew he didn't tell you. Like, and Cornfed, <laughs> and it turns to Cornfed, like, oh, um, yeah, um, see what happened was credits, like, to continue, right? <laughs> and we're like, oh, man, what's gonna happen next week? Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And, and, and he talked to the creator. That was one big fake out. He was just like, oh, I know yeah. they're canceling us. You know what? Take that. Yeah. <laughs> I think people yeah. that really liked, like, the revamped shows after a few years, the people that didn't watch the show after a few years off. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When yeah. you go back and revisit a show, it's not really usually as good as well, you because you have that attachment. Yeah, yeah. you have I mean, that I, memory. Because I have Hulu, I rewatched Daria recently, mm-hmm. and I have really fond memories of that show. But a lot of it was not as sharp. You know what I mean? Ooh. And uh, that's of course because like time passes. The nineties is. Well, I'll I'll put that I'll put that in a little context for you because I got to fight you on that point. What I think Mm -hmm. is a lot of that show was tied into the scenes affected you at that time, but also that's exactly right. But the music was very poignant, and when they re-released it, like you can't find that show with the original music anymore. So none of that show was great. So it doesn't have the same atmosphere. It doesn't have the same. But I'm saying you're trying to recapture that mood when you're redoing the show. So, like, you're never going to get that. You're never going to feel that well, way Adam again. Baby, so, you're not going to whatever. You can't go home again. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah, well, that's, that's why a, you shouldn't redo these again, old shows. With Daria specifically. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dude, they did so that with Beavis with... and Butthead, too, and they just switched it to yeah, channel that's... surfing reality shows. Did you right. Did you, Did you? you actually watch that? I did. I feel it was such yeah. a, such, it was uh, a bad scene, man. They can't bring these things back. When they brought uh, Ren and Stimpy, we're on a tear now, apparently. When they brought Ren and Stimpy back. Well, first of all, John Kay is just a horrible, horrible person in <laughs> general. Yeah. Come to find out, well, like a lot of our heroes, yeah, yeah are just not dude. great people. Yeah, yeah but like then he brought back uh, Ren and Stimpy as, mm-hmm. one, first of all, it was just one poorly written gay joke from beginning to end. Yeah. yeah. And then um, they just didn't have episodes. And this is the same problem he had when it was on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And I believe only two episodes that he uh, created over the course of two years ever actually made it on air. To Nickelodeon, and yeah. they had to add other people finish his work because he never finished the script. Right, and that's that's his thing, and that's what he's known for. But they gave this dude carte blanche, yeah, mm-hmm. to go like just b- wild yeah, and yeah. do whatever the hell you want. We like you. We like this yeah. promo you made. We're paying you whatever you ask for. He's like, I want ten billion. He said something <laughs> like that, and they paid it. And he was like, Okay, cool. Well, so I'll come to me in a month. In a month, um, he wasn't picking up the phone. He wasn't in the country. I think he in Aruba. But that um, gave us the grace, the great voice actor of uh, Billy West. Billy West. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. Doug gave us Billy West. Well, Doug did, but he got that job after. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what's wild? Um, uh, okay, we're just talking about Ren Stimpy right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, the voice, time. the voice of Stimpy. Uh, what I didn't get is what I didn't get until listening to interviews afterwards and love podcast, y'all. Um, he was doing a Larry Fine impression. Yes. Yep. Who yes, the yes. hell does a Larry Fine impression? <laughs> Like, Tens old from? school weirdos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a great, actually, one of the great Howard Stern episodes is when they got uh, both those guys. They got Billy West and uh, John Kay on really? the show, but he didn't tell either of them that the other would be on the show. Because oh, that yeah. show ended contentiously. Obviously, they fired John Kay, mm. and yeah. Billy West stayed when they thought he was yeah. going to come with them. And if he did go with John Kay, the show probably would have been renewed with him as the creator. Mm. Instead, Mm. Billy West took the money and then he did all the voices himself yeah. and they got right. new animators. And so he had both of them on the show and there was this really awkward oh, back and forth man. between all of them. And of course, Stern was eating it up, you know what I mean? Enjoying Howard, himself. you dick. If <laughs> but it's it, perfect. It's perfect radio, it. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, yeah, no, he, what's, he what, what's better it. for radio yeah. than long, awkward silences? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, you know, you know, he, this guy screwed you over, right? It's like blatantly <laughs> right in your face while you're both sitting there. It's just, uh, it's just good. And of course, you can look this up if you yeah. want on, on YouTube yes. after our show. But it's, yeah. it's a fantastic, <laughs> it's a fantastic interview. But yeah, there's a, I, my point is, you can't really recapture all that stuff, you know. What you I mean? can't, you really but that's can't. not going to stop them from trying, man. Yeah. Right? That's They're still talking about doing a a prison break uh, right. remake. No, it's, not even remake. Uh, continuation. Dude's dead. Uh, that that's never stopped him before, has yeah, it? No, no, it no. Yeah. The only one I'm actually looking forward to is uh, I think they're going to bring back a Deadwood. Yeah, I, 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 I heard that. I heard that. that. And yeah. the, the show's not 
I mean, it's it's been quite a while, but they're all still relevant actors mm-hmm. who, who acted in that. And the same creator or whatever like that. So, And that show ended when it really needed to continue. And mm-hmm. so I think we are owed at least one more season. All right, okay. Or like a movie or something. Something, yeah. anything. Well, sure no, so have, have an idea first because yeah. X-Files showed us if you don't have an idea already, it's just going to be garbage. That's a good example, yeah. But they yeah. did have an idea for Deadwood. It just got canceled. Yeah. just got canceled. So. Well, you think if, if someone new took it over then? Because like 2021 20, Jump Street was like a new take yeah. and new people. Yeah. And we all thought it was going to be stupid. It turned out to be one of the funniest movies of like the last 20 years. It's a very self-aware remake, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. But it's poking fun at the very thing we're talking about. You know well, yeah, I mean? Like you I, can't go there again. Let's just skewer it and mm, milk yeah. it for all it's worth. Mm-hmm. Well, how, about, how, about, how about you, Jay? Any, any remakes you're dying to see? Dead was the big one. Deadwood, yeah. Really, Deadwood's really, so good. Yeah. That show is so good. I mean, it was one of the uh, HBO originals. Ran three seasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> perfect between the writing, the acting. It's like a a character actor's wet dream. Everybody yeah. who's anybody's in that movie playing the most perfect role for them. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just a great show. So yeah, if that comes back in any iteration, that yeah. they can just submit to the awards, yeah. get all those. It's, yeah. I mean, that's uh, hard stuff to learn, yeah. too. Those actors were really pushed yeah. and they really brought it home. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, all right. that's it. All I'll say is it's no Herman's head. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe Briscoe County Jr. That's that's my Western thing. Right. Briscoe yeah. County. Briscoe County. Hey, oh, hey, oh, 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 sleep on some uh, some Bruce. Uh, What's the, uh, the Samo Hung uh, cop show? <laughs> oh, um. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know uh, what I'm talking about. I do. Oh, wow. Martial law? No, is it not martial? No, martial law. Yeah, martial law. So one of they they like aired right back and forth. There was like yeah. that. Well, and like well, some I, I know, I know, I know what you're getting what you're getting confused with the Samo Hung show and uh, the the uh, the um, Don Johnson show. Right. With right. Chief exactly. Mary. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Damn. Okay, we failed ourselves because I, I know we've mentioned <laughs> it on the show you too, look up, like, uh, in the past. There. You look up uh, the Samo Hung TV show. From must yeah. have been ninety nine. If, if you yeah. look at Samo Hung TV, because he, he did, he did that show, that, yeah, and then tons of like old school, really good kung fu movies where yeah. you face. But he the Don like Johnson fat one ninja, had fat um, samurai, fat you know cook that's also great yeah. at martial arts. Right. Samo Hung did that show, and then the Don Johnson one had Stone Cold Steve Austin on an episode, and it was like the biggest <laughs> episode. That was a thing of they the did. year. Yeah. yeah, that was a thing they did a, a lot back a then. Big man. issue. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember those shows. There was a Blind <laughs> Justice. Marshall, it was Marshall. Oh, okay. Well done, sir. Yes. Well done. Sam yeah. Hung, he was so fat too. <laughs> he was like Seagull before Seagull got Seagull. Yeah. I like no, he but he was spry, man. He could actually yeah. do the stuff. Yeah. Look at him. There's a yeah, picture. I'm sorry, you guys wow, can't see it, is, but yeah. That is, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put up a picture in the in, in post. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that is that is that is a moon pie. City, that is one yeah. hell of an appearance for the man. Yo, we have gotten so far off the point. I don't even think I announced the third thing. No, we're, we're talking about we're talking about the oath, a uh, new yes. picture by. Ike Barinholtz starring Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish in a uh, in a in a big departure for her. Tiffany Haddish at, not as the uh, as the as the extreme comic friend and yeah. uh, the foil, but actually as uh, in many scenes the voice of reason, the level-headed uh, a mem- partner in this relationship. Like, yeah. damn, you know, she's, I got to check she's this big out right now. So yeah. she's yeah yeah two movies coming out uh, simultaneously. She was yep. uh, she was in the oath. Um, and she was all. She's also in Night School with Night Kevin School, Hart, yeah. and also in a beef with Cat Williams, apparently. Yeah. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got another movie coming out that's that yeah. Who hasn't she's been? Exactly. I mean, she did, she was promoting um, Night School. She was with uh, Kevin Hart mm-hmm. on The Breakfast Club. 
And they were oh, and Kevin Hart just goes Club. in on Cat Williams. Yeah, that's, that's that's kinda what they do on the Breakfast Club. You can't yeah. you can't like But like he was coming to her defense basically saying, Well, like, what the hell are you talking about, guy? You know what I mean? Oh really? Yeah. Whoa, like it's a big yeah, yeah, it's a big thing. But we saw that coming. All right. We'll review her movie because <laughs> She is awesome. I'm excited for anything she does. So. Yes, yeah. indeed. Well, we're talking about The Oath, the uh, new pictures um, from Mike Barinholtz. I think this was his um, his directorial debut. It was, yeah. uh, writing, writing, write, writing and directorial debut mm-hmm. on the big screen. He's done stuff for uh, TV, mm-hmm. and this was his first time doing a, a major motion picture. And I was, I, was, uh, I was really excited to be there because he was also there in house. Had a nice Q&A really? afterwards. What yeah. theater did you see this in? Uh, this was right at the Boston Common Theater, the big okay. one uh, yeah. downtown. The AMC, yeah. mm, on the IMAX screen. I got to check it out. Jay, you were in house too, I believe. Yes, I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so give our listeners a quick rundown of what the oath is actually about. All right, so the oath, uh, the premise is that the government is having uh, every citizen sign an oath of loyalty to the United States. And this obviously sets off uh, some political debates um, between conservatives and liberals. And uh, Ike Barinholtz plays uh, a very liberal guy mm-hmm. who uh, vows not to sign it. And it causes strife with uh, the rest of his family during Thanksgiving. Basically. Yeah, it all takes place around the holidays. So they yeah. really worked in the family element there. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Thanksgiving's uh, an obviously like a contentious time in movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone like, talks about like the family's finally coming together and then political discourse takes place and everyone gets mad at each other so like yeah, this is yeah. this is a genre that's been beaten up you know what i mean how does it do with stand-up with uh, yeah. the other movies of uh of that sort yeah. uh he's well, obviously is is that is uh tiffany haddish's wife tiffany yes. haddish is his so wife he's a liberal this, yeah. dating a black woman mm. brings yeah. home to the family well, married to a black woman they no, have kid. they have kids mm. well, they have yeah. a okay. kid but there's other kids in the mix okay yeah, mm. all the family's coming over to their house to celebrate the right right mm. right yeah. Does he come from like a Republican conservative family? Actually, he comes from a family of um, they seemed like they were open minded, yeah. even yeah. though they were a little conservative. Like they were yeah. conservative, but not like dicks about it. Yeah. Right. You know, that's very and, possible, yeah. by the way, guys. We're not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> promoting conservative in the way yeah. that they like aged into it, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, they weren't uh, young Republicans and. Yeah. carrying tiki torches out there. Yeah, you know, I used to be a flower child, then I watched <laughs> the world change, and I yeah. realized I had to make some tough choices. <laughs> so next time I see a Negro on my lawn, no, no, no they, they weren't. They, they, they weren't those conservatives. They yeah. weren't those people. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the story breaks down as Bar- um, the government announces that there's this oath. We won't do anything. It doesn't mean anything yeah. really. It's just a way to show you a patriotism, you know, to 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 show that. You know, give yourself a sense of belonging to the rest of the nation, you know, because you'll sign just like any good citizen would, obviously, won't you? Yeah. And it's purely, purely voluntary until they start sending folks to your house. Yeah. yeah. And it becomes a bigger thing than anyone realized, and there was a lot of political subtext here because it starts off conceptually as this is the thing the government's doing. Well, I'm not going to sign. Are you going to sign? Well, you know. I'm, I hadn't planned on signing, but just to be safe, ah, it'll be funny if I sign, right? Yeah. You know, God, ah, just to get it out the way. Ah, what could it harm? Do I? Yeah, I'll sign just because I think I'm going to sign. I don't want him coming for me. I'm signing, God damn it. I'm going to sign him. Go off my lawn. You're not signing. Get yeah, away from yeah. me. Get away. You know? And the thing is, you watch that turn where it's like, he's like, I'm not going to sign. Yeah. And family's like, I'm not going to sign. Wife, like, I'm not going to sign. And a couple people come up, and then the coworker's like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about signing. Yeah. It's like, really? You well, you know, I got a family, and I just want to make yeah. you know things as easy for them as possible. Yeah, yeah I guess I understand. Guess that. You know, it, yeah, yeah, I mean, it yeah. sounds just from the outset uh, that 
it's timely just based on like we have uh, a culture now where there's football players who just take a knee mm. and people get mm. up in arms about it. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like mm. absolutely crazy about, you know, political means, political there's protests a, a, and things like yeah. that and, and peaceful demonstration. And it's, it's a serious thing. So this is from the outset, it seems like <coughs> uh, guess who's coming to dinner than a political satire on top of it. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I, I can see that. There's a definite there's a definite air, um, not just in the movie, in the country now, of um people feeling the need to take a side, an extreme side an extreme and have a side, stance yeah. where middle ground automatically means you're the enemy of my cause. Yes. You know, and this yeah. movie uh, definitely uh definitely approaches that. Um, now, mind you, it approaches it with all the subtlety of like a you know freight train, you know, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, but yeah. but um, I didn't hate that. I saw it with a uh, I saw it with my lady friend there who was a lot more affected than I was directly, mm. and I didn't realize that. Uh, Do you depending think it's because you're desensitized a little bit? I think so. Keep in mind, like we see everything, yeah, and we've also we also like live in a city where a lot of stuff happens, so we might be a little desensitized, and we. Uh, don't take into account that other people's experiences might make stuff like this heavy, uh, right. heavy political fare. And I mean, mind you, I say heavy political fare, but this was this was a comedy. Yeah. It was a dark comedy, and we'll get to what made it that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But um, did you expect still, this from Ike Barinholtz of all people too? I did not. Ike right. Barinholtz no. is still to me that goofy guy from, from Mad, Mad TV, TV yeah. and, and the uh, the rat um, race. Yeah, and kind of like the uh, <laughs> uh, the comic relief. Uh, guard from Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's kind of had a resurgence over the last couple of years. He's around, yeah. Yeah. I I know him from Blockers with uh, John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give it to him. You know, he's done some good stuff on the Mindy Project. Yeah, Yeah. no, good for him, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, sticking with it. Way to stay at it, you know, and I mean, I like to see comics that you didn't expect much from you know, kind of rise, not not necessarily rise from the ashes, it sounds a little bleak, but like, you know, present good work when you weren't really expecting much from them, not that you were like putting them down, or not that you were, you know, uh, you know I, I, I'm trying to think of like a proper way to say this, you know, not that you assumed they were suckers, <laughs> but they were suckers. No, um, but no, like actually come into their own and do right. good work. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it yeah. worked out for um, a lot, it worked out for a few people. Key and Peel is is the oh, biggest right. example. I loved those, uh, um, uh, Keegan Michael Key as a comic, and I always thought Jordan Peel was kind of corny. Then I see his work. Um, like behind the camera, writing and 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 and, and directing. I'm like, dude, this. Well, even Sasso great. and Why even did... Bobby Lee are doing good stuff now yeah, too. Bobby like I think that whole class of Mad TV is kind of like it's taken a long time, mm-hmm. but they're cashing in still. You know what I mean? They're doing they're doing good stuff. Yep, not hate on them. Give them their due. And Mike mm-hmm. Baron Holtz is the latest to 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 flex to flex some muscles. So so yeah. uh, show those chops. So let's talk about the oath then, because as I mentioned, it's a dark comedy because, dude. <sighs> What the hell was this man's problem? Like, <laughs> like he's just he's just extreme. He's watching this news report, and you yeah. watch something that's like whack on the news, and you're just like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah. All right, you know, let's see what's going on in sports. So, when what's the weather going on? He's just there, like, I can't believe they're doing this. I'm not gonna stand for it. I'm gonna have something to say. Like, dude, what are they ta- are they talking to you? Are you personally like, were you there? And 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 he's just like going for like these extreme measures, like right yeah. off the bat. I'm protesting tomorrow. Don't you have work? Like I said, I'm protesting this weekend. You know, and, and, his, and his wife, like the people are signing this. Baby, you gonna sign? I'm not gonna sign. You gonna? You're not gonna sign it, right? It's like yeah. we we just saw, yo take take have some water. You know, take a yeah. breath. He's Ease like a Twitter back. feed, like 
but a real person. Yeah, you know? yeah right. Like just <laughs> instant reactions, like mm. the most violent reaction yeah. possible. And just imagine living that life too. You know? Yeah. yeah. Wait, you stressful. mean you don't? Must be tired. <laughs> oh, he's an analyst. Uh, exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I just, dude, I just, I, I know I don't care, but uh, I just feel like I'm not caring hard enough. You know. <laughs> um, uh, no, he's play. He plays someone who has like really extreme reaction to this, yeah. yet doesn't really have a game plan as to how he's gonna enact his own agenda. And you get the sense that okay, maybe he's just kind of cowardly about it. And I, I really think that was well presented on uh, Baron Holtz's part. Uh, most of the scenes really play to that. The only time uh, I felt that I wasn't getting uh, that legitimacy from him was a scene that, and maybe you can uh, like let me know if I'm on base or if you thought differently, a scene that kind of takes you out of the movie where he's uh, driving in the car uh, with his folks yeah. and there's a car accident up ahead and he witnesses a uh, just a really screwed up act of road rage. And he just kind of has this, oh, yeah, well, what are you going to Oh, man, he's looking at me. What are you yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you, you're kind of like undercutting everything you've presented up until this point. I'm right. not sure what that was meant to present. Yeah. Because everything else is just like this dude's like, how oh, dare they look at me that way? I'm going to say something about this on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hiding yeah. behind something else. Yeah, that's yeah. that defends me. Confused me, too, because I didn't know what, like, I thought that the Road Rage guy was going to be, like, a part of the movie later on or something mm-hmm. like that, or there'd be callback. But it was yeah, just, he was going to come back. Sounds like a lot of, like, the first-time gonna... director. Yeah, it's like a weird editing maybe. thing. Yeah. It was also a very yeah. short movie, so maybe yeah, it was it was stuff in to get it to 90 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that, you know, yeah. sometimes you just got to yeah. pad it out, but... The rest of the movie was all on point. Yeah. yeah, and then like even the scene in his office seemed innocuous. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's an, it's a movie that's done entirely in three locations. Yeah. There's his home where the majority of the movie takes place, um, the street where he's driving with the scene we just talked mm-hmm. about, and one more scene where you see his office, and you can tell they didn't have this location. Um, like they probably like secure, they, yeah, yeah, like they they squatted in like his his uh, his dentist uh, uh, personal appointment <laughs> yeah, area yeah, or something. Because yeah. it's like you see it, it's a static shot. You see a desk, you see like this window and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. like is there more to this building? Is there what's here? Yeah, is there a bathroom at least? I mean, where, where, where's where's the coffee machine? Yeah. Help me out. Can There's I, no extras walking back and forth behind them. You can still do nothing. Yeah. It's gorilla. really yeah. well. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, honestly, I'm not like, hating. That was just the music. That's yeah. all that. Was. Right out the gate, it's really hard to be accomplished filmmaker with your first film right totally. you know what i mean there's some prodigies of course you know what i mean but like it, they're few and far between yeah. even if you've been in the business long enough and you know what you're you're doing mm-hmm. yeah so to speak it's you're gonna have a few scenes there where you're like oh, it doesn't really fit in this whole scheme of yeah, things totally. oh yeah no, but no, the, I don't, not hating on it it's just like just right right things you know mm-hmm. yeah. well, still, that's a point yeah all right, so I mean, I, I I do applaud them for this was a very liberal film. Mm. It tried to present like both sides, but it was obviously like the, the liberal was the main driving force, mm. yeah. and that's not a bad thing, you know. It's like a, it's a movie that had a story it wanted to tell without getting too muddled in. Mm. Well, you know, this and this, but also this and this, and being too wishy washy. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's more about your reactions to characters that affects you and i got less from the story than i did from uh the the reactions of everyone else to how he was going about in the well the events in the story i almost gave away spoilers um because it has like three really extreme moments and i mean just like in real life oh that is oh (laughs) well okay i know i guess you can come back from that you know oh what damn really 
Oh, mm. <sighs> all right. You know what, man? I, I guess I can make that happen too. You know, uh, John Cho is introducing this, mm. uh, and he's um, he's he's John Cho. He's likable. He's personable, but he's a bad guy. And when you when when you uh, see his scenes where it's like he's trying to be controlled, he plays one of the government guys that comes to interact with the family, and he's he's playing. Uh, what's the guy's name? He's um he's opp- opposite Billy. Uh, Oh damn it! He was the um he was the douchebag brother in Maniac. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy, I did the same thing when I saw him in Maniac. By the way, like yeah. <laughs> I've seen this guy in a few things. What the hell's his name? Yeah, all right, but yeah, yeah. but he plays this like nth degree psycho. Yeah, who's just like, which apparently he's good at now. Yeah. I'm like, damn. All right, well, uh, it's like I know people like this, and he's the dude that joined the military. Because now, I mean, not not to like serve his country, or because he didn't have anything else to do, or you know, he had a, he had a vision. He's the dude that served the military because he hates everyone else who wouldn't join the military. I'm like, yeah. damn, all right. Yeah. And then that comes across <laughs> where it's like you have this, you have his conservative parents who have one point of view. You have the liberal main characters who have their point of view. The husband's extreme, the wife is reserved, and then you have John Cho who's reasonable. Working for the evil empire, and then you have this guy who is just a cartoon, right. yeah, of just like boiling rage right, right beneath the circuit, the, the surface, yeah. the, the surface, and he is effing nuts, dude. Yes. <laughs> oh, so really representative, basically, of Broad the culture right yeah. now. You know what I mean? yeah, 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 like the online rage culture of that was not lost on me though. I, I did. I kept that in mind the whole yeah. time that a lot of this is emblematic of what we're seeing when you uh, when you scroll when you look at anyone's Twitter and any anyone who's uh, deeply political and not just trolling but like has a lot of opinions on everything. Yeah. You get a lot of this and it seems like oh inklings of this, inklings of that. But then you get events like Charlottesville where it's like no, yeah. you may think your friends have a slight, yeah. you know. Well, Thing here or there, but there are people who are deeply immersed in this and will act out on it. And he's one of these guys. Well, that's the thing with like real life versus friendly. like satire. Satire, I think, has to be told in extremes t- mm. for you yeah. to get it. You know what I mean? Mm. But I think real life, like real issues with racism and sexism and things like that, are really told in the subtleties, mm. like how mm. they subtly react to certain situations and everything like that. Yeah. So it's like, like a say subtle you're film, a f- Mississippi Burning. So subtle, right? <laughs> so subtle. But, but you know what I mean. Like, if in real life, like you could be a big fan of hip hop, but if you're a giant conservative who really, you know, has these stances, like, mm. what do you believe in? You know what I mean? It's just like you you like this thing, but you don't stand for anything that thing says. Yeah. Well, then they'll do weird yeah, things like try to liar. cross over. Right? Like, do you see um that Toby Keith and LL Cool J? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Was it Nelly? Oh, no, it was, uh, it was LL. It was LL oh, Nelly did Tim McGraw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love crossover stuff. You know what I mean? So. He said, he said, he said something like, I'll forgive the slavery if you'll forgive my Nike. Yeah, so, so, some dumbness. Something. Yeah. Some yeah. dumbness, man. Yeah. That was bad. <clears throat> uh, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I, I really have to applaud Tiffany Haddish on this. Yeah. I liked her as it, dude, I've never seen her as like, as, as the controlled, level headed, yeah. um, responsible uh, uh, person. She's always like the wild friend. You know, she's the yep. one that's going to get you in some stuff. We're going to get you out of the house. You know, she's doing that dance. Yeah. And she was like, she was the one you wanted, like, you know, having your back on this. Yeah. And, and the whole thing it's, was. It's funny when you say that because I really like Zach Galifianakis, but I really like him when he's more controlled and subtle and like he's mm-hmm. a little wacky at times, but like when he's plays a little bit of a dramatic role, but is like freaks out subtly instead of like just over the top like the hangover right. things like that things that like got him big Dude, i don't think like, i've ever seen him really good 
Oh wait, um, is he? Is he? I don't, I've never watched Baskets. Is he like that in Baskets? He's great in that show. Okay, I've never watched Baskets because really yeah. I mm, bugs the crap out of me. Louis Anderson, I, I can't do. It. <laughs> I can't do. It. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, maybe I'll check it out then. If if, if it's if it's it good, good like that, absolutely, yeah. All right, because I remember him from like um, what was that movie? Snowbound. Snow dogs. Out cold. Snow. Out cold. Out cold. He's yeah, so go. yeah. good in that. I he's, think yeah. he's good because he is in that same way. Like he does these really outlandish, dumb things. Yeah. But he's also yeah. like kind of serious, level-headed. Has a few uh, speeches there that are kind of like down to earth and serious. Like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That is him to a T as like his niche and where I think he should go. Yeah. But if you watch, like obviously the, the thing watch... that made him really famous is just being really stupid and like I think it's kind of reductive of his intelligence and his talent mm-hmm. yeah and so like for well, me it's like a waste teeth, though, man. yeah i mean mm-hmm. for me it's a waste i think he should be doing better work mm-hmm. you know what i mean but right well i mean you take what you can get look at uh okay example i i, I know i've brought up on this show before mm. tom green yeah okay. that's a good one tom yeah. green's an intelligent guy tom too. green is one of the most intelligent politically savvy people you'd never know it yeah. mm. ever tom. great friends with andrew dice clay by the way huh sense, yeah True story. What's up? Great friends with Andrew Dice Clay, by the way. Oh, yeah. well, really good. Who saw that coming? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It's and watch any of it, any of his any of his old episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. You'd never know that any kind of like intelligence and like for, yeah. for insight and anything comes from this man. But I've heard him speak. I'm just like this dude yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. His interview yeah. show from his basement too has some really good really good moments mm-hmm. in it, you know what I mean? Like, he was doing this, like, at-home interview talk show from his Canadian basement. Yeah, they'll throw you, know, you curveballs. And the thing is, he's got so much to say politically mm-hmm. on, yeah. like, point, like poignant points. He was on, it was, he was doing um, one of those shows, it was uh, Comedy Central, and it was, like, talking about uh, a situation in your past, and you're telling a story and stuff, and he was talking about the time he was on The Apprentice with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And he just oh. kept referring to me, he's like, as the president... <laughs> I'm friends with the president you know and he just kept talking about it and it was just the way he expressed himself and the way he was talking about how Donald Trump was in real life and of course Andrew Dice Clay was on that show too and they were like kind of an alliance like it was yeah. just it's a funny 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 bit yeah he's 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 a funny guy man like he's really really good and he had his moment of being the dumb guy and I think that oh. labeled him as as such you know what I mean so I think it blacklisted him a little yeah, bit that's but a hard right. thing to get he's, away from he's he's a really savvy smart guy yeah. and mm-hmm. I think he's done really good work since but he's not gonna ever reach those peaks as well, yeah that's, as that's, the, that's why it's yeah. good to have projects like this i'm giving this a thumbs up and the thing is it's not a movie i'd go and see again mm. but it's good to see uh, uh a guy like baron Holtz really like coming into his own yeah. as a filmmaker yeah you know and yeah. not just a guy you hire to write a couple jokes right and uh, just to be clear, I'm not comparing Tiffany Haddish to Tom Green or anything <laughs> like that. I think she's going to have yeah. a long, great career, and she's going to be great, and she can do yeah. anything she wants. She's really, really, really talented. I, I like can't Tiffany Haddish. She's got a yeah. hard story, too, man. I listened yeah. to her on the Champs yeah. podcast yeah, a while yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that is, that is some Oliver Twist stuff. That was raw. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 yeah, she's great. Mm. A lot of people going through it, you know what I mean? So, but yeah. it's if you're making work like this, like, Jesus, yeah, yeah. absolutely, and, and and you know, uh, no hate, no exaggeration. I thought she was the best part of this for me. Yeah, uh, you heard my s- interpretation, Jay. You're getting kind of silent yeah. over there, man. I what is good? I like the. I like. I agree with you. Thumbs up. Mm. I liked her a lot. Um, I liked a lot of the performances. Really, I think everybody was very good in this. Mm. Play all their little roles, and uh, you know, just I adding like up to a very nice. Baron Holtz in a lot of yeah movies. Yeah, he was really good in Blockers, which is the only thing I know him from. But I, I yeah. liked him in there. Mm. You know. Tom you, gotta, Tom, you got to edit in that sound every time he says that. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John Cena. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. So the movie's called The Oath by yeah. Ike, so starring Ike Barinholtz and uh, Tiffany Haddish. By mm-hmm. uh, you know, John Cho is. I liked how when he was incapacitated, and I yeah. won't say how, um, it just kept getting more and more like it's like, oh, he's bleeding. A, a, a lot. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's leaking from the ears. Ah, he's yeah. fine. He seems to be slurring his words. He's fine. He can't see anymore. Ah, he's fine. Yeah. I like that it spent like maybe 80% of its like runtime being just like a family drama where there's like little simmering tensions. Mm-hmm. And then well, like, it's like the Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. Right? And then the last yeah. 20 minutes is like a insanity. Oh, yeah. Like, it just got exponentially. Just up like, yeah, but I don't like, like the pacing like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's one movie, one half, then another movie. The other, yeah. You know I mean? I that, mean, that was a little jarring, but yeah. I think I think it's just like it worked. Yeah. And yeah. In, in, in a lot of cases, it, it might work it, better it, for it comedies than. Yeah, 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 no, that, that, that's correct. Um, yeah, especially because it's a dark comedy; it gets very dark yeah. at yeah. the end. So I was, I was hating on, I was hating on his sister-in-law. <laughs> she was this like deeply conservative uh, pink hat. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh You're supposed hat now. to hate that. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed yeah. to hate that character. Yeah. Oh, and the a-hole, bro. Okay, I'm, I'm getting off. The, I'm getting a little too deep in this. Um, yeah. The movie's called The Oath. Uh, it's in theaters now. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, check it out. It apparently gets two thumbs up from the Geek Down. Yeah. All right, yeah. now. Let's talk about Paradise PD. Mm. Funny cops. Yeah. Another <laughs> comedy about authority. Oh man! <laughs> from, anyway, uh, from the producers of Brickleberry, uh, the the uh, damn, I'm, animated I'm the police department. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Tosh uh, produced animated series that ran on Comedy Central from what 2016 to 2016. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Tosh's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just uh, I I didn't I didn't dig Brickleberry, and the thing is, I watched Brickleberry, and I'm like, I'll give anything a shot, you know. Of yeah, that, I never really shake, watched six it, so episodes, yeah, yeah. and it was six episodes of just like the corniest attempts at yeah. being extreme. Yeah. It was like a it was like a more subdued, drawn together, which in itself yeah. was built off of a uh, a shoddy gimmick with just like horrible jokes. I and think it's like well, Tosh we'll go is just too dry to really get away with. With more, you know what I mean. Well, like, I, lo- I like Tasha's stand. I love Tasha's stand up. Yeah. yeah. And then everything else. He, well, actually, no. I'm not. I'm not. I can't say everything else. Um, Tosh point oh did great for the talk soup model. Yeah. Right. You know. Um. But it reminds the me things of things he produces. Brickleberry was it was kind of shoddy, and then I think I feel like that's carried over. Yeah. To Paradise PD, who yeah. even made a joke about how. Um, how they're from the produ- they're an animated show from the producers of a less successful animated right. show. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, uh, Greg Giraldo. He's one of my favorite oh, stand-ups. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. had a bunch of shots at getting his own show. Mm. All were canceled right away. You know, yeah. It doesn't mean you're not talented. doesn't mean you don't have the chops to do it. It's just mm. like it didn't work out in a different medium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people don't transfer. Giraldo was the way tough it is. too, you know, man. Giraldo, Giraldo was a heady, heady, really good comic. Yeah, and then he was also a very destructive guy. Clearly, obviously, the right. way he passed away, but like he did not transfer to like the TV model. He just couldn't, really well couldn't known. really do no. it. You and know, you know that's what, what that, you know essentially drove his depression and mm, ultimately like mm. uh, ended it. But I don't know. I don't know how is this how's this transfer for Tosh? You know, like uh, I don't I don't know. But now that we're on such a happy note, yeah, uh, talking about Paradise PD. This is the story of a um, of a legacy cop. I, I guess we'll say uh, a young man whose father is the police chief in the small town of Paradise. 
And the first episode starts off really extreme. Did not expect it when he shoots his father's nuts off. <laughs> um, and I realized, okay, this is the kind of show we're in. This yeah. is yeah. pulling no punches whatsoever. And there is apparently no boundary. And being a Netflix show as opposed to a network show, uh, they can show you stuff that you couldn't normally see, mm. like the um, like the random fat guy being continuously a blue, uh, sexually harassed by the hot blonde. Right. Um, there's uh, uh, the token black guy whose every appearance on screen is about how he's either the token black guy or in a situation where you need a token black guy here. Yeah. Uh, there's the dog. There's there's the uh, drug sniffing dog who's addicted to every Did, drug. Yeah. Yeah. And also in charge of the evidence locker. Yep. Um, there's the old cop who's probably past his prime. Yeah, just, yeah. just too old to function. Yeah, yeah. Yet also has all these random stories about being an old prostitute. <laughs> uh, and yeah. and the time span is never quite never quite like, you know, uh, uh nailed down. It's yeah. kinda like Wolverine, you know. It's like at some point he hints he was alive <laughs> in the seventies doing this. Yeah. But yeah. at some point he also like hints that he was alive in the twenties doing this. Like, right. damn, come on, man. Yeah, it's like Highlander. Like, are you sure that? Happened? Yeah, yeah. And I remember back might when be, in the might be a couple years off. Yeah, yeah. Just call me the Scarlet Pimpernel. I know they thought I was a sword fighter, but I fought with my own sword. If yeah. you know what I'm saying. Whoa, easy. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But it's animated <laughs> well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a good looking show. Yeah, yeah. The animation right. was the animation was decent. I, um, it it did seem like a show that actually had a budget. There was no skimping on. Uh, there was no reuse scenes. Um, no characters. I'm gonna rewalk down this down this yeah. hallway because we kind of lost, you know, uh, this much yeah. on budget. Yeah, and they got good voice actors. Great um, voice actors, but there's like a yeah. bunch of Netflix animated shows that I've never seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is well, it gonna be in the wash with one of those? Well, here's the problem. Like those are like a, those are hit or miss. You know, yeah. some of them have like really big followings and, and are great. Some of them have really big followings and suck. Mm. I think it just depends on when they hit and what yeah. the subject matter is. Right. Like uh, one of the big ones right now was Big Mouth. Uh, from right. Nick Kroll. Yeah, but that Nick Kroll, John Mulaney. Yeah, and I think Big Mouth is hilarious. Um, For sure, yeah. 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 You have projects by Paul Shear uh, mm. that go almost completely unnoticed. Right. You know, yep. um, it's, not a, it's not an animated show, but Future Man was one of those. Mm. And Future Man is a show by Paul Shear. Paul Shear is actually on and like a side role. And I thought it was a good show. We gave it a positive review here on The Geek Down. Mm. And I, I, I'm still hard pressed. That they're, they're in season two. I'm still hard pressed to find, or they're starting season two. I can't find anyone who's watched the show besides us. Mm. You know, uh, Big Mouth is a, is a show that anyone who knows of it and has watched it loves it. Yeah. And, and anyone else who doesn't has never seen it. Well, it goes to show like viewership and followers do not dictate what is good and bad. You True. Know Look at um, you know Bojack Horseman is another one. Right. Uh, people yeah. love Bojack. I'm personally not a fan. I love it. You I love am, Bojack. I am a very big Bojack. See, fan. it's yeah. it's it's like yeah. split. And the thing is, I know why I don't like Bojack, but also people I know that like Bojack, uh, present company excluded, because we haven't actually yeah. talked about this. Yeah. But I get why they dig it. Yeah. And each one has like a different thing to say. You yeah. know, I have one friend who suffers from depression, and she likes it because uh, it deals with that. Yeah, but well, not I like think that. That's a big part of it too. Like I can yeah. watch two episodes of BoJack at a time. Mm -hmm. Any more than that, I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It is a good show. I I respect it a lot, but like right. I'm not going for it necessarily to like feel better. Yeah, or it's not like a fun you know what I mean? Show. Like you know, let, let me fall asleep to this and, and like watch it. No, it's like it's 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 a little more heady than that. So it's yeah. not everyone's cup of tea, especially as an animated series, which is notoriously like oh, let's let's have more fun, you know what I mean? Like especially for a talking thrills. animal uh, right, right, <laughs> animated show. But I think that's well, yeah, what makes those are yeah. good for comedy. Like Charlotte's yeah. Web, nothing was yeah. funnier than but I think it, I think it makes it better for depression too. Yeah. I think that exacerbates like 
the depression because it's a show about that specifically. Yeah. But it's it's made larger in the fact that it's supposed to be a happy thing because there's talking animals and things like that. Everything's bright and sunny. Like you think that. it's so well it just, utilizing the ridiculousness. I think so. Yeah, right. I think that's exactly what it's doing. I think like this is what this is this bright sunny atmosphere of these talking animals. Everything's happy and whatever like that. And this mm, this yeah. guy is extremely upset. Mm. Right. For good reason. So it just makes it all the more like focused and. And the the light is literally shining on it, so it's it's a a good point. All right. Well, speaking of things that um, use that model well, um, Paradise PD, I'm gonna say did not. And I'm not gonna sit here and bag on the show, but I will say that it felt to me like they were just going out of their way to hit every cheap gag, but then pull back a little. Yeah. And then okay, we're gonna have extreme storyline, but we're also gonna you know just dip our toe in like this. You know, we have we have have dick jokes galore, but you know within reason for a couple of. And you know it was weird. It's not that it was jarring or setting. It just felt lazy. You know. Yeah, lazy is how I would describe it. Yeah, and what sucks is as much as I love animation. Over the last few years, we've been hit with such like lazy writing and hack right. crap, and hack I think crap. that's become You're kind exactly of the norm. Right. Yeah, you know, and it started with shows that were animated and were edgy at some point, and then just became really popular. Mm-hmm. So they've just been around forever. I blame and the I, streaming services and everything like that because they're just so flush with cash. Yeah, but they're greenlighting a lot of stuff that needs some kind of gatekeepers to be like, "This is not a good project. Yeah. Let's yeah. cut down on what we're." spending and like kind of really focus i mean they've won some awards they've done some really good stuff right. netflix hulu all those shows mm-hmm. Net, uh, amazon prime um but they're also putting out far more garbage than yeah. than they're producing really good just quality content. content it's just it's there. just getting it out there and i yeah. think honestly it's saturated there's way too much stuff out there mm. i think that's what's causing lower ratings it's just so well, much stuff you don't know what to decide I on i don't think that's exactly fair I, I i do agree with you to some degree but i think it's less that uh, they're just releasing all this crap because I think there's a lot of good stuff that gets overshadowed. I think they're pushing yeah. the wrong stuff. Like things I don't like, think they're pushing like stuff at all PD. that needs to be a little bit behind. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Paradise PD, which I realize we haven't talked about. We'll talk about it. We'll actually talk about it in a <laughs> yeah. second. But Paradise PD, I think, got the push because it's from the producers of Brickleberry, a pre-existing yeah. property that ran on a larger format. This show... I mean, I I I would put a hundred things over this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't even hear about the uh the the seventh season of Venture Brothers being released. Yeah, I, I heard but I, things, but I but heard yeah. about it. Should have been pushed a lot harder. Yeah. yeah, but I but I heard I heard about Paradise PD all over the place. You know, and that and yeah. that's the thing. It's 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 not a quality thing. It's it's about who has like the biggest push right. and money mm-hmm. behind them. Yeah, James so, Urbaniak doesn't really sell Venture Brothers as much as like no. Tosh yeah. pushes first season of something that he's already failed on. And it's kind right. of a shame. You know, need yeah. some of that Dan Harmon money. It's yeah, it's a big yeah. shame. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about Paradise PD now. Right. I mentioned the shooting in the nuts, so we. Got that out of yes. the way, yeah. dude. What the hell was that? <laughs> oh my god! I will say that was a gag that did get me because I was shocked so much that actually from across the room I was like kind of watching it out of the mm-hmm. corner of my eye at first, and then that happened, and I yelled, "What? Okay, <laughs> there we go." <laughs> it, it it struck me as oh yeah. oh that happened. Oh, he shot him in the nut. Yeah. Oh oh jeez. Hi. Well, at least they're getting the extreme <laughs> stuff out of the way. Oh, yeah. he shot the other one. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> and so, like Robocop nut shot or. It was no, no. This wasn't righteous no. justice. This was like worst case scenario of your five year old son finds your, uh, <laughs> your, gun, yeah. your your gun in your household gotcha. yeah. gotcha. at the worst possible time too. He's like in the bedroom role playing with his wife. <laughs> it was just a yeah. just a thing. <laughs> and the show takes place around this tumultuous relationship around the cop who really wants to 
the, the, excuse me, the guy who really wants to be a cop, his father with the authority who doesn't want him to be a cop, and his mother, the mayor, who, uh, I mean, the parents divorced a long time mm-hmm. ago, and that's where yeah. a lot of the tension within that sure, uh, triad yeah, yeah. comes in right. that makes him a cop. And now you're just forcing this guy on these on these people. And the thing is, he's not bad, but you got to watch the whole series to get that. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. he's actually got the chops for this. He just needed some confidence, mm-hmm. which he never got because he never had supported parenting. Mm-hmm. And what I just said right there is more intelligent than the show really deserves. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> All right, I will say the high points of this are, believe it or not, the old cop who had some funny moments in just how extreme and ridiculous they are. Like when um, like when the chief gets locked out of the station and he's like, okay, you got to reach down and tug on this. You got to reach down and tug on the helmet for me to let you in through the mail slot. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? And then he's like, okay, go ahead. And he's like... He reached down and essentially he's giving the guy a hand job just off screen yeah. through this uh, through this cl- closed and locked door <laughs> so he can get back in the police station. And then he's like, that was a <laughs> he's like, that was a test of morality. You failed. <laughs> yeah. Boom. And I'm like, OK, he got me because that was ridiculous yeah. and dumb. Yeah. And he's doing that voice where it's just like it's kind of old and cracking and decrepit. And he died like four times in the show. Yeah. <laughs> they kept killing the old man. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> also, the dog is voiced by one of my favorite comics, and Kyle, I'm seeing his yeah. fate. Kyle Kinane, thank yeah. you very much. Mm. Kyle Kinane, he does one thing, but he does it so damn yeah. well that it yeah. translates surprisingly to animation. I did not expect that at all. He plays the uh, the drug addicted dog, uh, the drug addicted police dog, which they found interesting ways to work in. It's like an old joke I've heard in a stand up before. Yeah, uh, like, I feel like a lot of the jokes in the yeah, show yeah. are like old stand-up A little bit of that I've heard before, like, yeah, yeah. like the drug addict dog, obviously, mm-hmm. it sets itself up, obviously, but... Yeah, I think where this show really before. tried, and I mean, it essentially, in my opinion, failed, but really, like, you know, gave that push was to be as just like dirty and raw, unexpectedly yeah. raw as possible, and the thing is, there's funny ways to do that. Like, I've seen that done uh, well a lot, mm, but I've also right. seen that done horribly even more. Yeah. And the biggest example I can come up with is um, Howard Stern. We talked about Howard Stern earlier, mm. actually. Yeah. Is Howard Stern. When Howard Stern was on, like, NBC and, you know, big networks yeah. uh, and had to go ar- had to work around censorship. And well, that, yeah, barriers. that was a different time. That's y- when it was actually like, oh, my God, I'm hearing something that yeah. I shouldn't yeah. hear. And I think there's no boundaries anymore well no and so no, pushing them is right. an extreme exactly and here's right, the thing, thing back when you had they had to forcibly be creative and like yeah. do better right it was right it, it, was force, it does more. it does force you to be more creative and even though we're talking about like uh the extreme society of uh, like getting mad over everything yeah. it doesn't stop people from creating things whatever they want well, literally you know, people yeah. have flush with cash no flakes out yeah. there they just can't yeah. handle the thing. No, yeah no, people can sure. get mad over whatever but it doesn't stop the fact that we can hear and see anything you want it's, mm-hmm. it's a kind of a dangerous kind of thing yeah i think we're all a little desensitized you know what i mean so it does water down the art a little bit yeah, you know? yeah. which is kind of unfortunate I know. yeah um, yeah howard stern is yeah i mean he's a pioneer i mean yeah. like he was doing stuff in in a creative way but at mm. the still time being absolutely filthy and gross and like degenerative and base and yeah and it, and it worked and I, it worked? I, I watched that movie more absolutely. and more once i got the vhs until it's like it they said it's like uh these listeners listen you know however many hours people that mm. dislike it listen more 
because yeah. they want to hear what he's going to say next. It's just right. that whole thing. I yeah. don't think that exists anymore. Well, like, also want to point out, I was 12 and it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I've talked a lot about my yeah. interpretations, but you all, you guys also got to check this biz, yeah. this biznatch out. Your interpretations on Paradise PD. Uh, I thought it was just basically trying to be as shocking as possible, and they really you know, did that as much as they could. Mm. And it wears a little thin after a while because it's just hitting you so hard. I mean... The guy, guy's testicles get blown off in the first oh, two yeah. minutes on, of the first oh, I feel episode. The ache. I know. I feel it's, that ache right now. It's just, so. Oh, the memory. There's mm. no going up there. And I kind of yeah. wish I liked it more, but it just kept us hitting you with all this stuff. And it doesn't really invest in the characters all that much. Mm. Yeah. Um, or the stories really. It's just, it's kind of like Family Guy in that way. But yeah. Family oh, Guy. Oh, that's a. That's you know, a no, sticking with that, I kind of made that. Uh, make, I, I made accurate. that comparison as well. Yeah. Like, honestly, I didn't watch the whole thing just because I didn't have the patience for it. Yeah. And for this, those same reasons. You know what I mean? Right. It was a little too extreme, a little too like, okay, I get what you guys are doing. I don't think mm. you're going to change. I think this is what the whole series is about. You know what I mean? You're not doing anything that would make me invest my time in watching watching the whole thing so i'm gonna give it a thumbs down that's my personal thing because it just it just didn't hit anything particularly new or funny yeah. or original especially um yeah so that's yeah that's my it's just really kind of just a bland no, obscene I, I kind of just whatever <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. it's just yeah it's just a run-of-the-mill type of animated crap that netflix has done a lot recently which mm. is i can't really get behind so right yeah, yeah. Yeah, thumbs down for me too. For uh, all the reasons I, I uh, said, it's mm. just a kind of a bland. I mean, if you have like, if you're desperate for like a really, you know, shocking, which with cartoon, all the streaming services, yeah, you, you should not be. You yeah, should not find there's that. no, there's no real reason for it. Yeah, yeah. The man said, if you are desperate, yeah. Well, I'm gonna give it two thumbs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I actually got to give it a thumbs down too. And what sucks yeah. is I hate giving. Uh, experimental animation yeah. thumbs down because it shows that you know yeah people are trying and they're doing something yeah. new and stuff but nothing about this was new yeah. Yeah. and uh i did get a couple chuckles i'm not gonna lie like i said the old man was funny kalkanane mm -hmm. was funny yeah. the black dude it was a weird twist they took with him there they had these uh the rednecks in town um it was an interesting dynamic but then they bring up like, oh, we got these neighboring cops, we got to fight. And I feel oh, like yeah. this was trying to be Brickleberry's take on like a Reno 911 type yeah. Of yeah. show. And it's not that I'm comparing it to Reno 911. I'm just saying that I get what you were going for. Mm -hmm. And you kind of fell flat on your face. And I'm not trying to bag on it, but it just wasn't. It doesn't work. In yeah, my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Like, like worth anyone actually seeking out. Right. I got to give it a thumbs down, which is kind of a bummer because love freaking love Kalkanane. Yeah. And I, I'm really hoping he does like more animation projects. He has a really good voice for that. Yeah, his voice is perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. I was like, and that's <laughs> mind you, that's me talking. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's a thumbs down for me. Paradise PD. It's on Netflix right now. If you actually want to do it to yourself, it's available. You can check it out. It's um, what was it? Ten episodes? Uh, something. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, now we ran a little over time, but we're not done yet because yeah. we have the stuff to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Well, we. I'm, I kind of messed that up. Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> WWE Super Special Showdown man. from Down Under. Yeah. Yeah. Give us the news. All right. So uh, the results for this: uh, the New Day beat the Bar for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Mm -hmm. uh, that was an all right match. Uh, the whole event, I would say, was all right. It's gonna get a thumbs down for me. What? It's just like. Nothing really important happened. It's mm. just it's like a house show that normally wouldn't be televised, right. but now they have the internet. They have the internet. Mm. Yeah. They they gotta put their content out. <laughs> yeah. So if they're gonna do a show 
from Australia at five in the morning, why not put it online right, and, right. you know, make me wake up for it? I mean, I woke up at 630 and like watch the rest later right, in the right, day. Right. You got to get you a streaming recorder so you can just set that and then you know, go back to sleep. You watch it at a more reasonable It's all hour. on demand. I can, you know, I, I did yeah, watch the yeah. first like, oh, okay, half of it, right, you know, then. later in the day. Uh, let's see. Bar uh, with them. Uh, Kevin Owens and Elias lost to. John Cena and Bobby Lashley. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Actually, Bobby Lashley, I've always liked. And I, I always like thought, Lashley yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I always thought he never really got like the proper push. I liked when he yeah. first, yeah, kind of came out. Yeah. Like that. He well, was the a, only he dude to, uh, to body slam uh, Big Show. Was that yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah. He was really good in TNA. And he so. helped uh, shave the head of uh, Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> Our president. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or every he, time he, you say yeah. that, I die a little yeah. inside. Yeah. 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 He's a yeah. uh, president with the most WrestleManias. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Iconics lost to Asuka and Naomi, which is a hometown thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, similarly, Buddy Murphy won because uh, he's from Australia and he Buddy won Murphy. the cruiser uh, weight title. Right. You got to give him that hometown yeah. show, though. If yeah, you go exactly. Home yeah, and, like, I, right, right. I was elated, especially like the two or five live guys doing fantastic work. So Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander stole the show with their match. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Styles beat Samoa Joe finally. Uh, in a, what I thought was a pretty good match. Let me ask you because I, I don't watch a lot of Samoa Joe matches yeah. now, but I used to, I used to back um, yeah. uh, when he was on TNA, mm-hmm. and I always thought his style was really sloppy. Has he tightened Did that you? up? Um, if you didn't like it back then, it's probably not much better now. I've always Damn. been a fan. He's, but he was also one of the first like indie guys I ever saw. Yeah, I know, so, I, I know, but yeah. I, I mean that may, that may, that may be part of it too. Yeah. But I've always thought like everyone else you watch and everyone he wrestles against is like really tight with theirs. Yeah. And he's for some reason always been like really loose with his throws and, yeah. and his yeah. drops. And it's, it's always been like, you know, this is like obvious. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, yeah. I think he, I think he's doing some of the best work of his career right now. But like, I think mm-hmm. he also the moves do kind of I can see what you're saying there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It lacks a little, like, been lacks a little polish. So yeah. 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 I mean, you're bound Joe. to get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look at the Miz. You know what I mean? Like he's a oh, big thing Miz. now, but like when he came out, he was yeah. like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. I made a comparison a while ago. Um, and you can tell me if you agree or not, yeah. uh, that the Miz is pretty much like this generation's Mick Foley. In what sense? In what in the sense that he's a guy who was just a continent wrestling oh, fan. Yeah. And just through that drive, he never had any formal training. Yeah. You know, he never had any proper coaching. But because he wanted it so bad, yeah, but he, he didn't, made it happen yeah. for himself. He didn't and really get big off was, just a name though either. Yeah. Like I think the Miz kinda did that because Obviously, uh, the culture's a little bit bigger now, so yeah. the name yeah, carried the Miz, right. where his style, like Mick Foley's style, where it's just mm. like extreme, extreme, you know yeah. what I mean? Like well, yeah, but wrestling with C4, barbed wire, things <laughs> yeah. like that, you know but what I mean? People like, thought character. it was a joke. People yeah. thought yeah. Mick Foley was just this guy. Right. Once you take like right. the, the, ta- the thumbtacks out of it and the yeah, fire right. out of it, yeah. he's going to be nothing, and then he proved himself You're right. as That's uh, the grind, as you know what I mean? That's the... Yeah, Miz I think, coming to his own. You're right, but it takes how many years? How many years did it take, you know what I mean? I mean, it's still True. it's still that yeah. sport. You got to hustle, baby. Yeah. It clicked for him sometime in the last like three years, yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. I think it's that great. might be the issue with Ronda Rousey, especially in the locker room. Yeah, probably. Uh, you know what I mean? Like but getting, we know, but we getting, know yeah. she can fight. Yeah, you know, fight. She just got to wrestle is a whole different beast. Yeah, yeah. A whole different yeah. beast. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, but, sorry to step on you. Uh, yeah. So speaking of Miz, uh, he lost to Daniel Bryan in two minutes. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So and that was for a shot at the WWE title. Um, oh, okay. in Saudi Arabia in a mm-hmm. month, so okay, yeah. so he's going to it now. Yep, yeah, oh, right. line, baby. It's yours. He got his contract, and uh, I almost forgot about this match, but Becky Lynch and Charlotte had it out. 
Uh, ah, yeah. yeah, I saw the highlights. Yeah, it's like Charlotte games. won, but by disqualification, so she does not get the title. I love how it was. The, you you got to watch the match. Yeah, and then you got to watch the real match after the match. Yeah, right. oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, Shield beat Dolph Ziggler and Braun Strowman and uh, Drew McIntyre. And uh, Undertaker and Triple H might still be happening right now. Wow, it's man. Just, it was a drag to watch uh, Undertaker and Triple H oh, have man. their match. Wait, how so? It was just, I mean, Undertaker, they're both so old. They're yes, both old. they are. It's decrepit. just like, I mean, they Every, were in their primes yeah. when I was watching it. Yeah. And that was 1998, right. folks. Yeah, yeah see, they now, had. What I, what I would think about that is, though, it's like, isn't that old man strength versus old man strength? Don't yes. you want to see that? Yes, but except 20 old man years strength. past your prime yeah. is still 20 years past the, your prime. That old man strength can't at, do a back body yeah. drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't just, drop me that way because yeah. I might die. <laughs> you know what I mean? It blows away. Like, it's like. Oh, whoops. Watch yeah. the post-match. The like, German where, win took him. <laughs> like uh, Triple H, Undertaker, Kane, and Shawn Michaels are all there, and they're all raising their hands at the end. And you mm -hmm. look at Undertaker, and it looks like a stiff breeze could knock him oh, over. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw an interview recently. He didn't yeah. look well. I'm like, I mean, yeah. hey, I'm like, dead man for a reason. I'm like, he, he could be selling. He's a professional wrestler. He could just be like being like, oh, man, I've been through this battle. But I look at it, I'm like, oh, well, 20 man, plus years in the business, you just is, know. Uh, That's what yeah. it, I mean. Guys we've seen those interviews with Mick Foley, and he's talking about, he's like, this is what I suffer from. He's like, but I knew that. Yeah. yeah I don't dude. regret it because I had a good career. Right, but man. at the same time, I can't get up out of bed without feeling like I want to. Yeah. yeah. Your body parts mangled, right, no. ripped exactly. off sometimes, yeah. 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 bleeding on a reg. And not just like when the when the Ultimate Warrior would cut himself, and you could all see it on the on, on the <laughs> yeah. on the video, right, but yeah. actually, right? Yeah, no, no. Uh, we uh, we we make jokes about professional wrestling. It's scripted. No, it's fake and whatnot. But like but the road like, is hard, yeah. like that. Yeah, you are these constantly the hell out of their. They abuse their bodies yeah. for a living. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And we've the seen hard it. If you're like a touring musician, uh, musician. But no yeah. like imagine doing it that many years, days a year you know, without down, a break. Always, you know, yeah. you you get to stop a tour if you're a musician. Yeah, yeah. to make a new record. Yeah. Right. I, used, like, I used to do. I used to do. Um, I used to do audio for films. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and, and, that, yeah. and that's like going to a location and staying there for a while. Yeah, yeah. And going somewhere else, staying there. You forget about like this. Um, yeah. um I'm wrestling in in, yeah. in you know uh, uh, Tuscaloosa tonight, and then I'm on the way to Toronto tomorrow, and then you know I'm yeah. going down to yeah. you know uh, Austin like you know, mm, every. Mm, yeah, I mean yeah. that's why they say they like you, it's. The things that kind of keep you going, it's like alcohol, mm. yeah, cocaine, mm. you know, pills, all these things. Like that's mm. part Aubergine. of the culture because it needs to keep you. It keeps it keeps you moving. You know yeah. what I mean? It's 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 a tough life. So mm. like we're not we're not knocking. It's it's no. fake yeah. stuff. It's scripted, whatever, like that. But yeah. it is a hard lifestyle. Which it is hard on your body. Begs the question yeah. to the Undertaker: Why the hell would you want to come back? Yeah. They're, they're supposedly the getting a ton of money from Saudi yeah. Arabia for the shows yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. And I guess uh, the like people paying for them like are fans of the '90s stuff. So <laughs> that's the thing. That's you know why, what I mean? It's just like when you've done it that long too. It's yeah. just like it's it's the itch. It's like that's what your body is really yeah. used to. You know what I mean? You've mm. you've adapted so much after all those years. Yeah. Like that's what you're built to do at that point. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's like a physiological response to. Everything, you know what I mean? You're, it's you're, like this is what I'm describing an addiction, my friend. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, look at look at like these athletes that return to the sport that's killing them. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. why do you do it? It's mm, like true. you are almost addicted. Your body is literally telling you this yeah. is 
the time of season to do it's, this. It's like you know what I mean? Three more yeah, concussions and you might die. What yeah. you mean? So I got right. two to spare. All right, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but there was that, you know, thing in Sports Illustrated, these guys that said, if you were to take a drug tomorrow and it would be known to kill you in five years, would you do it if it meant you would win a gold medal? Yeah. Mm. More than 50% of people said yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So tells you all you really need to know there about the culture of you know, professional sports and competitive. Yeah, yeah. while yeah. that's true, Whatever. that is that's no less depressing. It, yeah. you're, you're, you're exactly right. It's yeah. like, ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so, <clears throat> so the, thr- the the showdown under. Yeah. Uh, no one, uh, I I'm going to stop saying it. It's just yeah. not funny. I tried so I hard. I get it. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> he's, like, they, he's like, I get it. I it's just them. not funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I want there to be a pun in the title too. Yeah. But they didn't care enough to do yeah. that or yeah. like really so we're going do a show with Tom any. Tom is so disappointed. We're right going now. a little over time, but can we talk about John Cena's hair for. Oh, yeah. It's, half? it's, it's long. Uh, we're, we're watching highlights here. If you're, yeah, they the, can see this on the. Uh, it's yeah. long. It's like Wahlberg okay. long. Yeah. It's like. Wait, what's he got? A mullet going on? Not a mullet. It's just like a. It's just like it's long, like corny white guy hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> the perfect way to put it. That's long, corny white guy hair now. Yeah. That's like a part, and it's like he's. <laughs> well, he he's is, been doing he's been doing the the Limp Bizkit rap rock thing for yeah, so long. Maybe right. maybe he's going yeah, into a yeah, grunge yeah, phase maybe now. It is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing Dave yeah. Grohl. Is that what's going on? Yeah. He um he's Jeez. been filming a movie with Jackie Chan in Beijing. So really, Jackie Chan's yeah. ninety seven years old. Now. I know. Yeah, he's all he's someone else who also should just retire and hang out and be a consultant. Man, I heard some stuff about Jackie Chan recently. I did not know. I knew yeah. he was always like growing up watching the yeah. old movies. He was like the Hong Kong guy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I I heard that apparently he's he's seen more as a uh, as more, more of like a national guy now since mm-hmm. his movie became really popular. And he's yeah. doing he's doing less stuff like um, uh, damn, what was it? Uh, like Drunken Master mm-hmm. and yep. more stuff like Shanghai Noon yep. and Nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he so, wants to do more like dramatic stuff too. So yeah, he's extremely like, popular. But Hold he's on, like yeah. he's like almost a pariah in Hong Kong now. And I'm just like that was the that was that was that's that's your roots. Yeah, you know yeah. that hurts. That's rough. At this point in your yeah. life, you know, I, I don't know. Right. Well, sorry, that was a non. That was a complete non yeah, sequitur. Yeah, Continue. You're saying yeah. he's he's doing a movie with he's John Cena. Just, so that the hair might be for the movie. Mm. Um. Yeah. But. Yeah. All right. Well. Crap. I'd hope so. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what else are you doing it for? Yeah. <laughs> you're not doing it because you're single now. Well, he, oh, midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs, I'm single. He I can do whatever I want. This will help. No, he yeah. needs a hook, man. You yeah. saw what happened to Dwayne Johnson. You know, yeah. when he went bald, like things went for him. So yeah, right. Yeah, maybe yeah. the hair was what's holding thirty him extra back. pounds of muscle too. Yeah, yeah. we'll stop rocking. We'll stop rocking that crew cut. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Man got a crew cut and he's yeah. like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not going to go on. Anyways, yeah, go on. Right. Archie Bunker rant right. What do we got on the uh, thumbs up or thumbs down for? Oh, so, uh, thumbs yeah. down because nothing really happens. It's just all fine wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So mm. you know, could have been a Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it could have been right. Monday. Could have been like I'm gonna go to a non televised show in like two or three weeks, and it's probably gonna be the same thing. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully they'll step it up next month. Yeah. We'll get you back. Yeah. Awesome. For, uh, after Evolution, they're all women's pay per view. Uh, oh, yeah. yes. I'll, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm excited about that for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> all right. This has been the Geek Down here on WMF Radio. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action packed, fun filled show and reminding you if you were just listening on WMFRadio.com, you can also watch us at twitch.tv slash the Geek Down. Or if you go to Facebook, you can see any of the uh, Facebook streams. We're there live and direct every Monday night. Also, find us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, like and subscribe. Man, we're on Facebook. You can find us at slash the Geek Down. We're on 
Twitter. Follow us at, at the Geek Down. Instagram, see these pearly whites and all the con pictures you want. Um, I believe, uh, who's our correspondent for? Oh, we got a new one. So I'll have names and uh, new pictures from NYCC up there fairly soon. And we'll get the site back up and running once I finish replacing all the damn YouTube videos they took <laughs> down. Like 80% of our website itself was like yeah. directly uh, streamed from the YouTube. YouTube terminated our account, all that stuff uh, is gone. And people are asking me, why has nothing been on there since May? <laughs> because it's work. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, <laughs> we'll get that back up fairly soon, I promise. Uh, but if you want to go there for the information and to see our past archive stuff, go to geek-down.com. If you heard anything tonight you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. And if you want to contact anybody in the room, hit me up at on Twitter at, at the Geek Down, Black Adam Willis at... What am I at? Yeah. <laughs> Adam underscore Willis.com. Really, dude? Hey, Willis28. Yeah. yeah. Or Jared. I'm going to let you say it, my friend. Swang dangling. <laughs> it's the greatest name ever <laughs> on Twitter. And we'll catch you all right here next Monday night. Same bad time, same bad channel. But until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Okay, so what y'all need to do is pay attention to what I'm saying right now. Yeah. Come through Ugly Duck Studios. I just want to let y'all know. It's 10% off for all sound museum artists. Salute. You like where I'm about to go? They really set some shit down. Ugly Duck Studios. It's about UDS. 155 North Beacon Street, Boston, Massachusetts. 508 259 If you ready, that's on you. Are you a band or artist in need of an hourly rehearsal space? We have what you need. Here at the Sound Museum Soundstage in Brighton, Massachusetts, we have a back line of drums, amps, 32-channel PA, and most of the gear you will need to get your show on the road. Our stage lighting and pleasant atmosphere makes for the perfect place for any artist to get creative, and you will love our competitive prices. So call Mary Lee at 617-909-9338 or email us at magicroomrentals at gmail.com. Come rock out with us at the Sound Museum Soundstage in Brighton, Massachusetts. Call 617-909-9338 or email us at magicroomrentals at gmail.com and book your time slot today. Before I became a patient of Temesca Wellness, I'd worry when my cannabis supply was running low. I need cannabis to live pain-free. Temesco Wellness is expanding its network in Massachusetts with a care center in Hudson and two new centers in Framingham and Pittsfield opening soon. Our friendly, professional staff connects with patients to understand their medical conditions and help them choose the cannabis products that provide the most symptom relief. I just called the number on their website and a Temesco Wellness specialist walked me through applying for the Massachusetts Medical Marijuana Program. Once I was approved, I went to the center in Hudson. Not only did they have my favorite strain, they recommended a low-dose edible that's helped with sustained symptom relief. Our testing and production facility in Worcester means the quality of the products we cultivate for our Massachusetts patients is controlled and monitored by Temesco Wellness from seed to display. And we apply the same rigorous standards to the third-party retail products we carry. Temesco Wellness took stress out of getting the cannabis products I rely on. Visit
visit ma.temescowellness.com to learn more and get connected to the Massachusetts Medical Cannabis Program. Temesco Wellness, quality cannabis for a better quality of life.